Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? really, this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And if anyone has been paying attention, either on Instagram or Facebook, we do have a guest this week, actually a very, very good friend of ours. Do we, we want to call him a good friend, Mike, or a really good friend? Wow, that's kind of up to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so tony do you want to identify as anything even knowing us or, or no absolutely man oh he blames <laughs> us oh all right so yeah we've got uh, our good friend tony we'll get into um into a little bit more about his story and all that stuff but we've known tony for a really long time and mm-hmm. um what did i when did i text you tony on monday asked you to come on uh yeah it was monday yeah, and uh, I mean it's one of those things where the where where we come from usually when in and I'm probably thinking that you you probably looked at this more or less like somebody asking you to lead, and and usually you know we try not to say no if uh, if we if we can you know if we can get around not saying no we try not to but uh, Tony right. was able to to literally work things out with work and was able to be here but uh, yeah we appreciate it because uh, yeah I mean it's we haven't had any of our Cleveland friends on yet so that's where that's where Tony's from but he'll get into that in a minute so mm-hmm. um, a couple other quick things so first of all Mike did you did you see that uh, today is our 11 month anniversary of the podcast I believe I saw that <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing we've been doing this damn thing for for eleven months now, and this is episode forty nine, which is kind of amazing in and of itself. It but is. Um, yeah, so one more one more month, and then uh, we can. I'll, I'll try to out to search out that that guy that wrote that article that said that ninety percent of the podcasts fail and in a year and then uh by right. month thir- 13 then after that after, actually after after that we can fail so we're good <laughs> <laughs> so do you um did you bring your books mike do you want to do a reading or do you want to go do. Right tony i got okay. one all right well let's uh and tony we've been doing that for the last uh last few weeks too uh mike does a reading from whatever he chooses you know kind of like uh like we used to do in meditation we started doing oh, yeah. that so okay so yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do a reading so now, a reading from Fred Mike. <laughs> Story time. Right. Story time. All right. This is, again, from God Grant Me, because it is my favorite uh, of the meditation books. And I was uh, flipping around this morning looking for something. A couple things actually jumped out at me this week, but I was all, you know what? We've got our brother Tony on this week, and so I thought I'd uh, read something that has uh, to do a little bit with the we of the program. 
and this is uh, June 24th. We recovered alcoholics are not so much brothers in virtue as we are brothers in our defects and our common striving to overcome them. It's written by some guy named Bill Wilson. All right. Um, our primary purpose in recovery is to help each other and those who will come after us. What an interesting tax, task for self-centered people. By helping each other overcome defects of character, we forget about ourselves, and the voice of our ego grows less intense. The fellowship of recovery works to break down our self-centeredness and to remind us that we cannot do it alone. We must never forget that it is in the we of the program that we find relief from the me of addiction. It is in the we that we find the answers to the troubles and challenges that life will give us. Loving relationships ask that we step outside of ourselves into a larger world. Do we believe more in the we of recovery or in the me of ego? Prayer for the day. Higher power, help me overcome my, de my defects of character by guiding me deeper into the we of recovery. Today's action says actions because this is a program of action. Today, I will call my sponsor and talk with him or her about how I can be of better service to others. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's something that uh, I think we've mentioned <laughs> many, many times. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the we thing, and uh, and what does Marty say all the time? Tony, we're going to quiz you. What does Marty say all the time? About we? the we. Yeah. I was actually just focusing on what, what threw me off was me and Mike used to do group and early sobriety together. Mm -hmm. And when you started doing the readings, then uh, it kind of reminded us of sitting in the group room at the old rock, the Keating center, you know, mm -hmm. 117th house. And when you were reading it, it just brought me back to those days and it was pretty awesome. Nice. Right. Cool. And we, I, I'm having a brain fart cause I'm under pressure. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> No, Marty. Marty used to just say that uh, I get drunk and we we stay so. Oh yes, so. yes. Yeah, but, but you know, one of the things that uh, in how did don't worry, even... Tony. He does that shit to me too, and half the time I don't know what the hell he wants. So don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm trying to acclimate to this. This is a little different. That's <laughs> well, right. all right, man. Well, it's just here. Here's the easiest way to look at it. It's just that the three of us have known each other for a, a fucking long time. So yeah. we're just having a, we're just having a conversation. It doesn't matter that you know I don't know one Absolutely. or two other people might listen to this. So. But um, but with the with the readings, because Mike and I were talking about that, was it? Did we start that with the January sixth one, where it's kind of like yeah, getting into did. the readings? Because and that was the point, though, because uh, that's what we were talking about—the fact that um, you know, with Mike doing group and, and Mike, you had said obviously you missed that. So yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, there's um, yeah, there's been changes at the Rock, and um, you know, I'm not always part of everything now, but I'm still a part of as much as I can be. So, yeah, so this is a cool thing that we started doing this. I get to uh, share my little readings. Again, yes. sharing good thoughts that aren't mine. Good stuff. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing, too, because Mike and I always talk about the fact that, I mean, that's how, you know, both of us start our days. And uh, Mike always puts it best uh, taking, what do you say, taking thoughts of others and rolling around in your head or yep. words of taking other Taking good yeah. thoughts. Yeah, right. Good thoughts that aren't mine, which is redundant, and rolling them around in my head for a few minutes in the morning. Right. That's right. Yeah, so so cool. But um, in, in when it comes down to, and Mike, I guess I'll I'll ask your opinion on this. Mike, usually whenever we have a guest, and um, we've uh, we've kind of come to a little bit of a like a structure format type of thing. But I think it's going to be a little different from with you because obviously we've we've known you again forever. But 
Mike, do you think, should we have him do like a, a short version of the how he got here type of thing and talk about sobriety? It's up to you. I mean, I don't care one way or the other. Yeah. I heard it three well, before. I know you have. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, you selfish prick. You know, we got a couple <laughs> other people listening who have never met this man before. So let him introduce himself. Right. And I, and I didn't mean it that way. I was just saying that, that yeah, you, you know, did. it's, it, no, it's seriously one way or the other. I know we talked about whether talking more about, you know, the sobriety part of it than the, the mm-hmm. you know, but however we want to handle it. We, you know what, honestly, we could, we could cut you off whenever we wanted to anyhow. Oh, and we will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so go ahead, introduce yourself, give us some background and then uh, we'll let this, we'll let this roll wherever it's going to roll. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Tony. Uh, Definitely an alcoholic. I'm going to try <laughs> to just do it the way I kind of do a league because that's the only way I really know how to. Uh, I got a sobriety date of September 9th, 2012. Um, well, I'm over 10 years now. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, you know, it seems like after the first two years, I mean, time just, man, I don't even know where the eight years went. It just <laughs> <flew by. laughs> yeah, They're like giving me a 10 uh a 10-year coin. I'm like, man, it, it went fast. But I still mm-hmm. never forget the beginnings, man. I still right. never forget. Um, even you were you were you guys were sober a little bit before me. And I remember sitting in group Mike was doing groups back then, and uh, he'd come in there every Saturday and do groups, and I would watch I mean, I just kind of like I liked the way he presented everything and it made it um attractive to me to try to get this. But yet my ego took control and I didn't want to buy into that 12 step program yet or anything like that. And, um, you know, so I tried doing it my way, my ego, you know, everything mm-hmm. else, which I didn't see at the time. I didn't know it was my ego, but it definitely was. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, man. Um, I got 11 well, you, months in. What's that? You, I was going to say, you know, we've talked about you a couple of times on this thing, right? Okay. All right. And, uh, <laughs> you, must have been, okay. you must have been bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. One of my favorite stories, and uh, I think I've told it a couple of times because it's come up in different uh, actions, but you came into this program uh, this time uh, to prove us all wrong, mm. to show us that this thing didn't work. I'm, I'm writing that, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, talk <laughs> about Angel, why you came in and, and you know, the deal, man. Well, well, that's exactly right. Like I was saying, when you back then, it was like, I remember it was November because it was cold. It was 2011. Mm-hmm. And we were already on the streets. Me and my wife both were uh, dual addicted together. We, I call her my ride and die, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Bonnie and my Clyde, you know, all the things. Mickey Mallory. Um <laughs> We were we were in it, and but in the meantime, we were partying like well, people. I've been actually described as, as someone else as like a partying like rock stars, but able to maintain a house and mm-hmm. everything like that. And eventually, they caught up to us. And um, so that's where I was saying after after so long, I was like, man, I don't need, I just need to sober up for a little bit, get my mind right. You know, I've, you know, I'm ex-military like army and I raised four kids. I did all this stuff. I don't need this program. So I, after beating myself up over and over again, I've been to all kinds of different treatment centers, jails, you know, everything but the death part so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just tried to, I just tried over and over and over again. And then when I was telling you, when I came into that rock, 
and I, and, uh, in 2011, I actually got eight months sober, but I never worked the steps. So finally, um, my wife was in treatment too, and we hooked up and it was eight months sober I had. And I'm thinking, man, that's good. But man, all it took with no defense was just, a, we just looked at each other. She had, <laughs> she had like nine months and we just looked at each other. And next thing you know, we were back at it. And I, man, I was doing some good things. I was coming off probation. I was like one month left in the probation. Things were looking good. But man, just one look, one look. And we were back at it. Luckily, unluckily, but luckily, um, I reported to my probation officer. And um, she said, uh, you know, you're going to have to take a urine. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll do it because they don't send it out. And then I'm like, catch me when you can. So um, I left there and uh, I forgot how it went. A, a guy named, I, I don't know if I, Bobby W. You know, I was walking in with him after a relapse and he's like, hey, Tony, what? what's going on? Why do we keep doing this? Why do we keep doing this? I said, I don't know, Bobby. I said, you know what I'm going to do though? I'm going to do something a little different this time. I said, I'm going <laughs> to, we're carrying our Keating center luggage back into the, through the gates. You know? <laughs> Wait, okay. Stop, stop there. Explain right. Keating center luggage. <laughs> All right. Garbage bags or totes or whatever. So yeah. if, you're, if you're fancy, you had a tote, but I had yeah, a garbage right. bag. You know, a big, big plastic, garbage bag that you use for mm -hmm. leaves if you were lucky or just a regular garbage <laughs> bag whatever sometimes right. a grocery bag you know whatever um so he's like looking at me goes i'm well, tony why do we keep doing this i don't i, I remember it to this day man and it feel i talking about it just now it takes me right back good and i said uh Man, I don't know, Bobby. I said, I'm going to try something different this time. I'm going to do these stupid 12 steps. Um, I can swear on this. Oh, I'm absolutely. Fucking ain't right, you can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it just like I said, Bobby, I'm going to fucking do these 12 steps, and I'm going to yep. fucking relapse, and then fuck you, AA. You know? and, and that's exactly my conversation because I was so angry, so full of anger, man, that I keep mm -hmm. doing this, and it's not getting any better. So I said, I'm going to do them, and I'm going to do them thoroughly. Man, mm -hmm. I'm going to do this so right. And when I get done with that 12 step, I'm going to go out and relapse. Yep. Yeah, well, here we are, 10 years. So, the short <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's the story I've told, man. You you walked into the rooms and said, I'm going to prove you motherfuckers wrong. Oh, my I'm going to show you. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going to show you. I'm going to work these steps to the best of my fucking ability to yep. prove to you assholes that this doesn't work. Yep. Ten you guys are later, all just you're still sheep or whatever, but there <laughs> I am. You know, the, I'm part of the flock. <laughs> the first, the first time that I heard that story, it was, it I, I was still up in Wisconsin, so you got to figure it was, you know, seven eight months ago. We were yep. talking about something, and then um, Mike brought, and again, you've you've been brought up into a, a couple of conversations, and that was one of the first ones. Yeah, and, uh, he's like, yeah, he goes, well, he goes, Tony came in, and he goes, he did the steps trying to prove it wrong. I'm like, wait a second, what? <laughs> And I'm like, how did I? I'm like, how did I never hear that? And he explained that to me. I, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, I'm like that motherfucker has to come out of here now. So I'm like, you need to talk about this shit. I'm like, that's fucking beautiful. 
Because, yep. you know, at that time, I mean, you know, you, you hadn't hit your 10 yet, but we knew you were nine, you know, at, at that point. Yeah. I, I think I thought you were eight or eight or nine, you know, in that area. But I told you it goes by fast, Bill. <laughs> oh, I know. It was it 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 cracked. Seriously, it, it, I couldn't stop laughing at it. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so so when did when when you were going through that that process, what at what point do you think or what point were you at when you were like, OK, this I've changed and I want to and I want to do this. Where did that light bulb come on or however you want to call it? So I guess really where it's, you know, I have a, I got my first sponsor and uh, I was just so full of anxiety and everything. He kind of like, well, he didn't have time for me. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame him because I was like, okay, I was trying to do it so thoroughly. I was (laughs) calling him like every five minutes and I, I'm looking back at it and I'm like, what an idiot I was. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, all right, what stuff do I got to do? What do, do what do I got to do this? What do I got to do? You know, and uh, he finally ended up letting me go. And then um, I remember Todd P, who's no longer with us. Right. Uh, mm. You know, you, you with me? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he he led that one time and he was saying he was ex army and this and that. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me ask him. And he looked at me and he says, all right, I'll work with you, kid. You know, and he's like, didn't have high hopes with me. You know, I could just see that his face, but whatever. I got a sponsor now and I'm doing it. So he started working with me and you know, his calmness calmed me down. He just took everything so lightly and it calmed me down like, okay. And then we did the third step prayer and uh, then we set up the, I got my, I got started on the fourth step and think when it really started to, uh, change i guess people were saying i I was smiling more i guess i Mm -hmm. was always smiling but i never even noticed it people will recognize a change in you before you you see it in yourself and that that was the case you know and they said i'm happy now and i and back then i didn't have anything my wife was gone um she was in treatment but i I was banned from seeing her her sponsor banned (laughs) me from seeing her (laughs) because we tried we tried getting uh sober together and it just never never worked and that concept you got to work on yourself before you can you know have a relationship with anybody else right didn't dawn on me at the time i was like well this is my wife i gotta see her (laughs) well she was she was like my wife was actually tired of it and i saw her at a meeting and um she looked so good so glowing so human again and um, she says, well, I'm going to try to do this. So I was like, all right. So I got bit real busy into working on myself at that time. And then I, when I got done my fourth, um, and I went and did my fifth with the Monsignor in Cleveland. And uh, I guess when I walked out of there, I felt, I felt something different inside of me. I didn't feel the same. I know it sounds funny, and I didn't recognize it. I felt lighter when I walked out of there. Right. But that's when I started seeing something changing, and this might this there's something going on with me. You know, colors seemed a little brighter. Um, I don't know; it was just really weird. I just remember that. And then after that, nothing really changed as far as having a job, or it was just dragging. Like I wasn't getting any anywhere in life, and I was coming up on like eleven months sober, and I kept thinking, "Well, I need to." I need to be farther along. I need to get my wife back and stuff like that, you know, and mm-hmm. things just weren't clicking as fast as I wanted it to. And I see now <laughs> you got to build that foundation. And you, see, you know, that saying that says God's timing, not ours. It's, it's right. it really is true. It really is. And over the 10 years is I learned not to force anything. And if it flows 
then, then it's probably going to be all right. If you're trying to force something, like force a relationship or force the job, it's probably not the right time or something. And so I just kind of went with that process and, and it just kept getting better and better, you know? And, uh, I went from having jail shoes, um, holy socks to, you know, two new cars, a house now, a great job. And, uh, yeah, life is really good today, man. <laughs> right. So you got, uh, yeah, you got that, Dodge Avenger, right? Isn't that your? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an Avenger, all right. What's the other one? I can't remember it. Uh, the, the funny part is, so Tony, it, I always, I, seriously, for the life of me, I can never remember the difference, but so you have a? 392 6.4 Hemi um, 2001 Dodge Challenger, all black. Um, 2001? Is, uh, no, that's a brand. No. No, 2021. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, 21. There you go. I was going to say it wasn't 2001. Yeah. That's a 21. Yeah. I so, thought we did say one, man. I told you, time flies when you get old. <laughs> <laughs> you no, the, the funny part is that and I didn't realize that Mike's the one that told me about that, that uh, um, he gets he gets a little, Tony gets a little lit up if you call it a charger. So the, the, last, time, <laughs> the last time I saw him, the picture, the picture that was posted with the three of us that I've been using on Instagram, <laughs> that day when we got together, I was hitting him with that all fucking day. Because we day. went to the, yeah, we went to the Keating Center and we we were together for what a couple hours there i think yeah and uh, i just kept i kept it up kept it up and you, you every every time you're trying not to get pissed and mike's <laughs> the one that brought up the well, he goes what's the other one the avenger somebody else brought up the avenger so mm-hmm. i'm like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up avenger tonight but no it's a fucking super nice car but i mean that's that's the thing though like you said i mean so you obviously and angel are are still married how long have you guys been mm, married now? yeah so we ended up uh it was pretty cool we ended up Redating, it was almost like we were married, I think 12, 13 years at the time. And, um, it was like a reset button on our, on our whole relationship. It was weird. Cause we had to restart dating. We weren't even sure if we wanted, cause we were apart for quite some time. Right. And we weren't even sure if we were going to get back together, you know, we, so we started the redating thing and I was taking her out to dinner. Long story short, we ended up getting back together and uh moving back out together and uh so now we've been married i think 25 is coming up i hope she's not listening because she'll know right off the rip to the second yeah that's 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 their job chris is the same way she remembers all the dates and shit and i'm like i don't know i know for a second there i'm like fuck i'm sorry i asked you that i should have just said yeah you've been together forever you've been together forever (laughs) (laughs) it really it really has been but um, but no, I mean the but the thing of it is, in that I mean, obviously, in ten years, there, there's been a, I mean, you've you've gained, and it was, a, you know, obviously that it sounds like to begin with, you had that that slow progression, which is what what I had. I mean, I used to get so fucking pissed, like you were saying, when's when's this shit gonna get better, man? I mean, it's good, I feel good, yeah. but I want this and I want that. And when when you were talking about patience, I heard Mike laughing because I mean, <laughs> he and I talk about that all the time because I'm still to this day, I'm I'm fucking I'm so impatient, it's ridiculous. Re- ridiculous but um but yeah i mean it's just it's got to happen in in whatever whatever time you know so um next question so you mentioned like god's time so in and i guess i don't even know this this the answer to this question but for from a higher standpoint what do you consider or yeah what do you consider to be your higher power um 
the typical thing, and I try to explain it to my the guys too, the way I understand it is is a god is um, someone you believe in is a higher power, and your god could be almost anything. I mean, I don't believe in a tree being my higher power or a door or anything like that, like they say, but um, I have no concept of what god. I just know there's something greater than me out there. So when I say God, I'm saying it's my God. You understand? Sure. What, does that make sense? Oh yeah. So absolutely. I, I don't have a, I don't have like I was I was brought up um, um, Baptist, and going to I was I was forced uh, religion Baptist religion. I learned a lot of stuff. I learned a lot about the Bible. I know I know a lot of stuff. I forgot a lot of stuff, but I <laughs> if someone brings it up, but I. I, it comes back to me pretty quick because I, that's the way I was brought up. Um, I never got anything. I went to, I went to religious schools the first uh, six years of my, my life. I was in church every Wednesday and Sundays morning, Sunday afternoon, you know, so I, that never really did anything until I found this program and I got a relationship with my higher power right. that I can understand and I, of course, I call him God because that's just, it's my God, you know. And so, as part as part as the the way I was brought up, religious, like I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to really explain it. When people have, when people struggle and they're talking to me about their higher power, that's what I tell them. I said, "There's something greater than us." And I felt it. I I could see it. I could see the change in my life. There's so, it's proven to me that I tried it so many times. Every single way, man. I got sober at 44. So I had 44 years of trying it my way and nothing worked until I bought into this program and I got in touch with my higher power and I can feel something inside of me. Like, I mean, really can. Um, I was convinced that there's something greater out there. And so that's my God. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And I was just asking because, I mean, obviously, you know, and and we've talked about, you know, Mike's affiliation. Obviously, he's an atheist. Mm -hmm. I I consider myself pretty well. I mean, I line up kind of like with exactly what you're talking about. I can't I can't put a finger on it. I couldn't draw a picture of it. If nothing else, at best, I'm probably agnostic. Uh, But I mean, we've got I mean, how many friends of ours that that are, you know, true God people, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I yeah. just, I didn't know with, honestly, Tony, I didn't know. And that was a, that was a legitimate question because, you know, there's so many different people that we run across from, uh, especially in our, in our whole group of friends, there's people that have different mindsets and conceptions. And it, I guess my point to all that was it, like you just said, it doesn't matter as long as we realize it's not us. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't, I can't explain it. So when someone asked me about that, I don't, I don't have no real answer except for I know there's something out there. I felt it. I've watched it work in my life, and it. I just I can't take credit for. I I just do the footwork, man. I that's I, it. I, I feel something inside of me, and it's like I call it my God conscience, and everybody automatically thinks it's the you know, but it's my God conscience, and I feel like something inside of me that tells me what's right and wrong, and I actually listen to it nowadays where before I wouldn't. So <laughs> right, no, I get it. I get it. But yeah, because uh, I mean, Mike and I have talked about that before, and I mean, in Mike, Mike, you say it all the time. I mean, you 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 take the action, you do the stuff. You have no idea who you're talking to and what you're doing, but you still right. do it, right? That's Absolutely, right. 
Yeah, yeah, just like Tony working the steps. I don't know if this is fucking going to work, but I'm going <laughs> to do it. And, and God damn it, it worked anyway. <laughs> damn it, man. I was proven wrong. <laughs> no, and I seriously, I, when, I, when I heard that, I was that was one thing that I figured. I figured you'd get into it or one of us would bring it up. But, yeah, I definitely wanted to. I I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear that part. So you should have been there, Bill. It was it was I was so angry, man. You don't even it's we laugh about it today, but man, I was so I'm gonna do your fucking steps. I'm gonna show them down your throat. You know, nothing <laughs> works. And here uh, I oh God has a fun our, my God has a funny sense of humor. Right. <laughs> well, and I mean when, when I came in, I had I I don't know what I wanted, but it wasn't my desire to stop drinking or anything like that. And, you know, every time we bring it up that it would talk about me being mad, Mike just laughs because in some of the things he'll he'll bring up that I don't even remember acting a particular way. I, I didn't think that it was so evident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I knew I was pissed. I knew I was all fucking bad, angry, and pissy. But, I mean, Mike and I didn't even know each other well in the early parts. We knew each other, but not really. And then he'll bring right. it up every once in a while. He's like, oh, no, when you said this or you acted, I'm like, did I really? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I well, don't... once again, a wonderful example. We think we're getting over on other people, and, and we never <laughs> do. <laughs> Drunk, sober, high, whatever. Nope. Everybody around us knows exactly what the fuck's going on with us, even if we don't. Right. So with the um, – I think you, well, maybe you did touch on it to begin with Tony. So you went, you went through the Keating center, same as Mike, same as, same as I did. Um, how long, and again, I don't remember, how long were you involved in the Keating center? What was your process through that whole thing? Well, technically I kind of still am involved with it. Well, right. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you're right. No, I get, I get that part, but you, hopefully you know what I mean. Like you were living there before. See you, you Sunday, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'll, see, I'll be there. Thanks to me. Mike's like, oh, you bunch of can't drive in the snow <laughs> dude my car i we went to i went to the meeting on sunday mm-hmm. um and i was going up broadview hill and for you local people but my i was doing like two miles per hour i looked ridiculous in this <laughs> 500 horsepower challenger trying to get up this hill was like going sideways cars are going by me with their suvs laughing at me <laughs> i'm like you know we need to maybe rethink this because it's getting bad, real bad, fast. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, see you, what, see you so what we're talking about um, is Tony and I are still involved with the Keating Center. We're on the advisory board. Uh, last Sunday, we had a little bit of snow. And so everybody, we were supposed to have a meeting. <laughs> a little um, bit. Of, yeah, a little bit, man. I don't know. I had uh, about an inch, maybe an inch and a half at my place. It was slippery, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah, so inch with all ice underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, we are still involved, Tony and I both. Um, but what the hell was your original question, Bill? No, just oh, how I know was... what it was. <laughs> yeah, like how long yeah, did you? How long did you live there? Like Mike and I were there for basically involved in Keating Center, then Three Quarter House, and then we got Mike and I got our own place after what year and a half, right? Ish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. so when I came out of um, when I went got locked up, um, I did six uh, six months. Ninety nine of those was in Cleveland County Jail, and um, they sent me to a program called Cats, and they said you want to go to Cats, and I'm like, yeah, let me out of here. So I still didn't have any intentions of staying sober. I was just trying to get out of jail, and um, from there I learned um, that I could have um, 
visitations on Sunday. Well, like I said, I didn't know where Angel was at the time. And uh, so I'd go up to the Keating Center and I would do the Sunday morning meetings, which I'm now secretary of, which is crazy. Right. Uh, right. I would go up there on Sundays, do my visitation there and um, uh, go back to the um, cats. Well, I talked to Marty and he's like, you know, um, you can come on back or whatever, whatever. But I ended up going to a program called Open Door. It's a reentry program on 55th and Woodland. And um, I got there. I wanted. To, I knew the Keating Center. I just wanted something a little bit different. But lo and behold, I ended up every day because it was like a three-quarter house. But every day, I would go back up to the Keating Center and I would sit there in groups. I could have been anywhere else, but I actually sat in groups. And I actually started applying it. And then I ended up um, staying there. For 13 months, so 13, 18 months, 18 months locked up in at, at Open Door altogether. But like I said, most of my time, most of my day was um, up at the Keating Center. So technically, it doesn't really count that I was in the Keating Center. But <laughs> I, I was there. Well, it, I mean, and it, peop- it all counts. Eh? People. Yeah, people would always say, Tony, what are you doing here, man? You got all this freedom and you're coming up here. I said, man, I'm done. I'm beat up, man. I got to try something different. Right. right. So you and, and we had, uh, I mean, when at the time that, that we were there, um, actually at, you know, like halfway at the Keating Center, there'd be plenty of times, right, Mike, that I remember people would come up and just hang out and sit in groups. I mean, there, oh, I, yeah. think that, I think they're oh, allowed, yeah. Yeah, people were allowed to do that, I believe, especially people yeah. that were trying to you know, maybe trying to get a bed or whatever. That was the point, you know, of, mm-hmm. um, cause there was a, I mean, for, for anyone that I don't even know that we talked about this ever, but there was always a long waiting list, especially more so in the cold weather months, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, certainly even in the summertime and, uh, basically the, you'd have to call if you were trying to get in and when there was a bed, then, you know, there was a waiting list, this whole bit. But one of the ways that a lot of guys got in there is just they they showed that they actually cared, you know, and that they wanted something out of this. And part of that was kind of what you were doing, Tony, is going up there and sitting in a group, whether it was to get into the Keating Center or not. I mean, a lot of people did that that I that I remember, you know. So, yep. But yeah, so um, you know what? Actually, looking at the time here, what do you think? Time to take a take a quick break, Michael. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So we're gonna. Uh, Take a break here, grab a cup of coffee, Um, you do the same, and we'll be right back after this brief word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober, not Mature. Hi there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes it's, it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? <laughs> I'm well, how are you Bill? I am doing well, but we do, we do have a purpose. Uh, we, we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two, we wanted to, two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So, so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com uh-huh. and we just launched the store website. So uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Yes. Ah. So, 
<laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts, we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least- big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now i got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sober but not mature? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right. Welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed our new promo. You know, when Kathy listened to that, um, she had said that after, <laughs> after listening to it last week, she's like, she's like, that's kind of funny. I'm like, I know. She says, Mike, Mike kept messing up on purpose. I'm like, that was the point. You know, I said, you know, he's just popping right. in there, popping out. We're trying to get some shit out. And <laughs> it, it wasn't on purpose. No, it I was know. completely. <laughs> but I was like, I, like I, knew, I knew that if we, if we did it off the cuff, it would be a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. You know, still getting right. the information out there, but certainly a lot more fun. But, um, but yeah, so that, uh, oh, that was the other thing too. So uh, the web store now has been open for uh, one week and one day. So that's mm. been, that's been kind of fun. So yeah, we're in the process right now. So obviously we got the Instagram page set up. Um, I, I signed us up. Did you see I signed us up for, uh, we're on TikTok now. I heard something about that. I, I stay away from that Chinese malware, but yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I did that because of from, you know, again, from, uh, you know, the, there, there's a lot more, uh, Chris had said it, uh, Kylie had said it a long time ago. Kimmy said it too. They're right. like bigger audience, blah, blah, blah. So I just, I haven't done much on there, but I'm just trying to post things, whatever. But then um, also there's a, a channel through Shopify that you can set up and actually hook up through Google. So I'm, I'm in the process of getting that. So, um, in normal searches, all of our products and items on the on the web store will end up showing up in Google searches too. I mean, through this right. channel and directly, we could advertise on there too if we wanted to. But um, but yeah, so it's been uh, kind of forget who said to me. Somebody was saying something to me, and I'm like, that's yeah, a lot of fucking work. But I <laughs> I enjoy it, and it doesn't piss me off, and I'm having fun. It's not like to me, it's not like work because it just I don't know. It's got to me, it's got a point to it. So I'm I'm enjoying myself. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fucking work still. <laughs> But, but that's okay. The the things that I've that I've learned so far, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. So, so anyhow, so we, uh, Tony, you still there? Hell yeah, I'm listening to you, and I think you're really good at what you do. I mean, I'm I'm I was scanning through just today and earlier, and I'm thinking, man, that's that takes a lot of time, and it's very cool to, you know, the web store. I just 
Yeah, everything, everything yeah. you're doing, all the posts you're doing, and everything like that. I was like, man, that's that's pretty cool. It, you know, the the thing of it is, and um, if and I don't know, and I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna try to bust you out, but um, I don't know how many episodes you've listened to, but so this recording software we're using now, we've and I say only because it's been a while now, but from like episode 23 is when we got this recording software. Um, but we were doing it through anchor and stuff like that. You listen to some of the earlier episodes and they were, they were rough <laughs> from the, from the audio <laughs> standpoint. And um, I mean, I don't think our, our conversations haven't changed, which, you know, they haven't gotten any better. I don't think, but <laughs> no, just, of course not. <laughs> the, the conversation hasn't gotten any better. They just, they just sound better. Um, right. But yeah, you the, can the, hear the, our nonsense more clearly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, um, like the original website we set up for the, for the podcast that was more, I, I'll just call that like plug and play. It was basically set it up, add a couple of things and done. Um, the, the Shopify one that we're doing for the actual um, Sober Not Mature shop, that was actually, that was, again, even though template-based and things like that, basically everything had to be built out. And I was like, I'm like, fuck me, this is this is some uh, some next level shit here. But, uh, but same thing, even with, you know, just I've learned. We've learned with this stuff, you know, how everything works with the podcast and everything like that. But... Um, yeah, it, it takes some time, but I, I enjoy it. And the end result, what the time I used to just literally waste on fucking Facebook, um, the time I spend on Instagram has a purpose now because it's recovery based. The time we spend here has a purpose because it's recovery based. The web store, what we're doing there, yes, we have other products other than just recovery stuff, but it's still we've got recovery based things. It's all it's all for the same, you know, it's all for the same thing. So it's, it has a purpose, which is why it doesn't bother me so much, you know? Absolutely. And I love this. I don't know what it looks like. I, obviously yours is more, um, I'm looking at the computer and looking at the software and it's, it's really easy and it looks pretty nice, man. I, <laughs> I like this one. I didn't see the other one, but this one's real easy to use and everything. So, well, in the, in the other one, and we actually, uh, we run an ad before every episode because we still, the podcast is still produced through anchor, uh, which is a division mm -hmm. of, uh, Spotify, you know, so we still use anchor to, to distribute the, the podcast and we use it for all our analytics and our tracking and all that sort of stuff. But this just turned out to be to have guests and things like that. This is set to have more than just two people. It records independently, so we're not talking over each other. This is the equivalent of actually like sitting in a studio. So at least, you know, we get we get a better recording, but we still use Anchor. Um, you know, so uh, and like I said, we're we're still we're still using them and it's free. And you know, we do we run a quick ad for them at the beginning of each episode because um, like Mike said, well, might as well get back, right? I think you're the one that finally yeah. when we were talking about <laughs> it, you're like, you know, like we should probably get back a little bit. So Anchor, Anchor <laughs> right. FM, see them for all your podcast needs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so what else, Tony? I mean, with uh, with, I mean, we're what do you want to what do you want to talk about? I mean, do you want to talk a little bit more about what got you here? Do you want to talk about from you know that time when you and Angel got together, what you've accomplished, uh, ups downs? This is your your place to talk about it, man. Whatever you want. Well, this is your show. I figured you guys. Uh... Uh, what I wanted to say was in my sobriety with you guys were like a, mm -hmm. a major part in my sobriety in the early days, still are actually, but in the early days, I, like I was saying for, for Mike, um, uh, 
I would sit there in a group and we would kind of make fun of Mike because he had this long beard. <laughs> and he had it tied up with beads and stuff like that. And here I am now. With I'm going to tie mine up in beads. But, right. Um, <laughs> but back then we used to call him Metal Mike and oh, Metal Mike's coming. I'm like, all right, it's cool. You know? And again, I, I, I enjoyed when he came in because he was he was different. He wasn't you know, he read out of the meditation book and we talked and we kept it real where other guys were just like drawn out and you were just falling asleep. And, um, and then I would see him at meetings and just say hi to him and stuff like that. And then eventually started to get to know each other a little bit better. And then after I came, when I was staying at open door, I had some time under my belt and that's when you came back into Cleveland, you were doing groups on Saturdays and, and man, just to be able to sit and do groups with you two, <laughs> um, it, it, I know it's, it's funny now, but to me, it was like a big thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm in here with Bill and Mike, you know, <laughs> so we're doing groups. Yeah, we're doing groups. You know how you feel. When you're right. new. Yeah. Give it a way to keep it, man. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and you know what? The, the thing with it is there was a while. So I, I moved back to Wisconsin in july of 2013 and to begin with uh, basically i i was coming back to cleveland at a minimum wasn't it every couple of months mike to begin with for yeah, probably the yeah. first first two at least two years if not three and in the right. point behind that was is that um i started getting uh, almost a little squirrely in my head and i i needed uh i like a like you just said when when you and angel got back together and you put it perfectly like a reset um i i needed that i needed to come home you know to mm-hmm. and i consider cleveland my sobriety home it's where i was born too but even taking aside that that's i consider that to be you know my sobriety home you know and i i needed to come home and i needed to do, go do group and i needed to reset my brain and um every single time i i did that I felt so great. I loved going in and doing group with him. And I know, so I know what you mean. It was wonderful. It's great. I think that's why we do what we do. Um, I don't ever want to forget where I'm coming from. And someone told me one long time ago, if you, you should make, you should, I was looking for a home group and they said, you should make the Sunday morning, your home group. And I'm like, why? (laughs) And they're like, well, because it's Sunday, you don't, most people usually don't work, you know, and it brings you back to your beginnings. And so I started doing that, you know, I started, and, and that's why Mike does what he does, I'm sure. And that's why you do what you do. We go back to our beginnings to remind us that the, it was real because over time, I'm a quick forgetter, right? Real mm-hmm. fast. Um, I could see a month or two going by and I can, I, I don't know where it would take me, but I don't have to worry about that because I have the Keating Center. I got um, the advisory board with Mike and stuff like that to take me back and remind me when I talk to these guys, because if I don't sponsor, if I'm not sponsoring someone at the time, it I talked, I could, I could see it in their faces, man. Yeah, it's a new building and everything, but the that look, that that soul sickness <laughs> is still there, right. you know. Yep. And it's the aura's gone. The aura's like gray and just shriveled up. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I can actually relate with these guys, and I, by doing that and stuff like that. And in fact, my. I, I believe it so much. I sent my son there. He was uh he's in recovery now. <laughs> really? And, yep. uh, nice. Yeah, he's got a little over a year now. Oh, he, shit. He right. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did. I did. I saw it on but, I saw it on Facebook or you had talked about it at one point. I, I forgot about that though. That's great. Yeah, he's he bought into the twelve steps, you know, he tried it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's paying off so far. He's got a girlfriend now and he's got a good job and right. over a 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he does the work and he gets the results. Imagine, Imagine that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should we should keep a track of how many times we imagine that said all the time too. I just think of all these oh. things that yeah. Imagine that. We <laughs> But um, I can hear it in Mike's voice. Imagine that. I know. Yeah. That, well, that came from that came from Marty. You know, he's the one that always yep. imagine that. But with um, but I'm I, that is that is the thing because uh, Mike and I were talking about before we started doing this. Um, I started listening to uh, recovery podcasts like I don't know it was a year ago in November or something like that, and and at the time it was uh, it. I needed something to kind of fill. I wasn't getting enough, you know, it's like going through COVID and stuff like that. Some of the meetings all started to go back to in person. So I wasn't, you know, didn't have the online meetings timing wise with work. I, all the excuses in the world, I wasn't going, you know, getting my, my full of meat, my fill of meetings. So I started listening to these uh, recovery podcasts. So basically for half hour, 40, 40 minutes, every single day on the way home, I was getting a meeting, which is cool. And then with starting this, I mean, Mike and I, our, our original point was just get together, shoot the shit, man. If, if people listen and, and, you know, maybe we can actually help somebody that's fucking cool. But we committed to this, um, to do it every single Friday and we've, we haven't missed. I mean, we've, we switched it to a Saturday to accommodate a couple of times, Mike's schedule, a couple of times mm-hmm. guests schedule. You know, but I mean, from everything from, <laughs> and I'm going to laugh about it because I got no, no other thing to do. Everything down to our mom dying. We did an episode that week because we needed to. We, yep. You know, our mom died. We, oh, yeah. We'd still go to a meeting, you know, so we we both felt that that we needed to do that. And I am I am so, to this day, I, I'm, I, I think I'll always be, I know I will. I'll be happy as shit that we that we did it that week. I would have been, I think we would have regretted it had we not done an episode that week. You know, they say look for the winners and stuff like that. And I know you guys don't feel this way, but that's why I, oh, I'm, I, I'm I a was winner. It's okay. I'm, I'm a winner. I, well, yeah. well, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> don't throw me off, man. I had a whole thing going on in my head. That's, you just threw it and just derailed me. That's why I did that. I heard Typical. Beard Mike in the background, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Tony. No, I, I did. No, Bill, not you, Tony. Oh, Bill, oh, you're talking okay. about me. No, I'm, I'm fucking around. I did that. I did that on purpose. Go ahead, dude. I forgot what I was gonna say. Now, yeah, see? Um, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I love about these routines. These things we learn in a program if it's working. And I was gonna tell you because I know you were watching Zoom meetings during COVID and stuff like that. And I was doing a meeting at what's your home group, Mike? Oh, and you let it Puritus. Puritus, yeah. Yeah, period. And your phone and I was, was on. doing a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, everybody's got their phones off. I just get done leading. I didn't know Bill was watching on Zoom, but he was watching <laughs> on Zoom. And all of a sudden, everybody starts to comment. I hear, my phone starts going off. It's Bill texting me. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> well, it was. Remember that, Bill? Oh, uh, like I, I was sitting at home fucking laughing because all I did was I, I, I sat there and I think that was the first time that I heard your lead. Um, you know, okay. so, so I'm sitting there watching it and again, you know, it was during COVID. So I'm, you know, this, these online meetings, it's Mike's home group. So, I mean, I, I knew some of the people there. I'm like, I'm, this is one I was hitting every Sunday night, you know, on these zoom meetings, but yeah. And then yeah. on top, I turned it on and there it is, you know, my, my good friend, Tony's lead. I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. Sitting there watching, he gets done. And of course I've got Tony's number. So afterwards I'm like, oh, I just watched your lead, man. Great story. 
boop, send it. And then <laughs> seriously, I, I did. I heard I heard his fucking phone and he's looking he's looking down in his pocket and he's like, fuck. I'm laughing. I couldn't stop fucking. <laughs> I'm trying to play it off like it didn't. That wasn't me. <laughs> uh, that was I, I thought about that the other day when uh, we were talking about having you on. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. I said I gotta remember to or hopefully I don't forget to bring that up. I'm glad you did because I would have I would have forgot about that. But, oh, it was great. No, that was a lot of fun. But um, and you know what? Yeah. The, the funny part is that, uh, I mean, I don't remember. So if you were doing groups with us, you would have been, what, a couple years sober at the time? Because I'm trying to remember when. Because, again, like I said, I moved out to Wisconsin at 13. So was it after that that we were all sitting down a group? I was actually able to sit in with Mike for a lot, especially when you were out of town. I asked him if I could do group them. He's like, yeah, yeah. man, come on. Yeah. And so I'll he would do most I can get. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's exactly what he said too. And, uh, he, of course he ran it. I was just there, you know, um, sub or whatever, co-facilitator or whatever, but he ran most of it. And then, um, he would actually pass it along with me. And I felt, I felt like, yeah, this is cool, man. But, um, <laughs> He would he would say his point on something. I would say mine, and then we pretty much open it up for the other people and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's just really, really cool. Right. Well, it was like I said, I always had a lot of fun, and I, I was just trying to figure out, like you said, time flies. It it feels like, um, I mean, it, I don't know. It feels like I've known Mike's known you longer than than I have. Uh, if I'm pretty sure of that, you know, because of because of groups and stuff like that. But. Um, I just said, it seems like I've known you forever, and I just can't remember when, how long it's been. Probably, what, at least seven or eight years, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, easy. I think we know, you know, when you see each other in the rooms, I think that counts as long as you stay stay together, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, I've seen you around for a while, and I, I, think, I think me and you formally got introduced. Probably I was maybe just a year, a year and a half, just a little over a year, I think we actually started – sitting in groups together and stuff like that when you were in town. Right. And yeah. So about, uh, yeah, I would say probably, probably closer to nine, believe it or not. Maybe. Yeah. Like you I said, say. again, time flies. Then Founders Day. I mean, we used to, we used to all hang out at, at Founders oh, yeah. Day. So that was, that was always fun. Well, and that, and that sucked the last, uh, the last few years. I mean, obviously last year was open, but uh, in, in no regrets, I got to spend that, spend that time with my, with my grandson. Um, that's why I didn't go last year, but um, I mean, we're planning, everyone's planning on Founders Day again this year, right? Yeah. yeah as far as I know. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, for whatever reason, I looked it up. It wasn't that long ago, in last week or so, and I think it is June tenth, eleventh, and twelfth again this year. So I think that. All right. Yeah, because I think that uh, whatever it is, I, I it's usually around that time frame. But yeah, I'm I'm planning on it. Absolutely Good. planning on it. But um, but Good. but yeah. So so what else, Tony? Again, anything anything else you want to talk about? I mean, granted, yeah, it's. I mean, like you said, this is <laughs> our our show, but we have people on like you because we want to hear your story. So, whatever whatever you want to talk about, brother. I don't know, man. <laughs> am, I put, am I putting you on the spot? Wait, wait to put me on the spot. Okay, that's, that's okay. I won't put you on the spot. No, I mean not really. I mean, I, I'm not even really that nervous. I usually hate public speaking and stuff, but it's mm -hmm. just you guys, and right. I've known you guys for so long. It's like it's almost like we're doing a Zoom call or something. Right. You know, we're just talking. That's um, it. Well, let me this this pro. I was gonna just say this program is working, working for everything, and I don't know. Um, just an example, man. Just being a good example today. Yeah, that's all we can do, man. You know, just uh, keep doing the next right thing, and 
you know, hopefully somebody sees it and goes, you know what? It's working for those assholes. Maybe it'll work for me. <laughs> and that was that, you know, actually that, that popped into my head when you just said good example. Have you, um, have you sponsored people over the years or, or are you sponsoring people now or no? Yeah, I still, I sponsored uh, a few people. Um, the ones that actually, I, I could count on my hands, the guys that actually bought through all 12 steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I've sponsored more people that definitely decided to get to the like first, second or third and go try it themselves. Um, I think I lost one due to this disease right. only, believe it or not. Um, but right now I currently have one that's, been with me for like oh my gosh i think i'm gonna have to buy him a four-year oh coin. shit really <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's uh he's he's uh doing really really well um the other one kind of like he's he's doing well i see him on snapchat all the time we still i guess i'm sponsoring him through snapchat but he he ended up getting married he had two kids he was he was a hot i call it a hot mess but he was a, mm-hmm. a hot mess and he he bought it in a 12-step program and he did a lead and then he kind of like got married and kind of like i guess he's he's still doing good he's not drinking or partying but he's just not doing any meetings or anything right. but again the 12 steps helped him get to that far and i i don't know he's just not traditionally going to meetings and stuff like like i i don't even want to try that i'm going to keep going to my meetings and do what i'm doing it's working but um right for him yeah for him it's working pretty good um those are the two that really are doing well. They got multiple, multiple years. Um, I just lost one, two, two guys I was sponsoring. Two guys, the one guy, which is, I don't want to say his name, but uh, he got done with his fourth and fifth and sixth, and we started on the amends. I got one, two people on their amends right now. One's actually active and show me his list. And the other one I just haven't seen. And so it's weird because I, I thought he would be more into finishing up the steps than he is. But I can't – I don't know what's going on in his thought process. And he hasn't really texted me or anything like that. Right. And um, I can only leave people I, – I don't – I learned not to force this program down anybody's throat. You know? Right. I, I, I chased – I was thirsty, as they say, for this program in this variety. I, I chased it. Um, my sponsor picked me up for maybe one meeting. I, I had to find my own way to meetings. I had to find my own support group. And the support group that I found going to these meetings are still friends like you guys right. Um, right. to this day. And so I don't – I learned – some people are like, well, you got to force them. You got to – no, I, I learned <laughs> It doesn't work that way, man. You right. just gotta kind of yeah. leave people where they're at, and if they if they're thirsty, then come get some, you know. Exactly. Well, yeah. Two things, man. You know, first of all, you know, I'm not chasing anybody down. I mean, the big book says we can't go drag people off bar stools, right? You know, we can't, and we know that. We know from our own experience that yes, you know, nobody can, nobody make us fucking stay sober. You know, um, yeah, and I'm not chasing anybody down, man. If you want what I have, come get it. Right. I, I'm I'm more than willing to give it to you, but I'm not going to chase you. I'm just not. I don't have time. Each one of my people, I said, listen, I've done this for a long time. I mean, I'm acting like an old timer. I guess I kind of. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> we get, we've got some time. We've got we've got enough time to be respectable, if nothing else. I right. do it in a humble way, though. I said, listen, of course. If you're, if you're into this program, I'm going to be right there by your side and I'm going to, 
I'm going to go right there because, in, in fact, it's helping me more than you will ever know. Mm-hmm. It's reminding me um, every step of the way that we go through. It reminds me of every step that I was in at that point. I could share my right. experience, strength, and hope with. And if you're thirsty, I'm going to be right there by your side. If you start fading off, I, I'm just not going to force you. I got, I have a life too, you know, um, this and that. But like I said, if you're in, I'm all in. I'll jump right both feet in with you. You know, right. but if you if you don't, then I don't yeah, know. I'll still be here. Right? Yeah. I'll, right. Well, and I think that's yeah. I mean, that's really what we were what we were taught. Exactly what you said, Mike, is to to not chase people down. And I remember um, our sponsor Joe telling us, uh, you know, about him having to basically beg his way, you know, back to having Bob S uh, sponsor him again. You know, and mm-hmm. and Bob, I think finally that that last time said he goes, man, I don't think I can help you. You need to go somebody else but he took he, he right. took him anyhow but he wanted to make sure like to your point you know tony that that he was hungry for it i mean the, the reason i i just didn't i knew you sponsor people i just didn't know you know how active you were with that i again i you said you can count on your hands how many people stayed sober i wouldn't need any hands to you know for the people that i sponsored to stay sober it wasn't it wasn't that many people that i had sponsored um but yeah, I mean the the one guy. He all I asked him to do was read the to begin with. Read, fucking read the twenty four hour book every morning. He wouldn't do it. He came from the Keating Center, you know. Right. And then he went uh, uh, went. I, I'll see behind my back. It doesn't really matter. But actually went to a good friend of ours, Ben, and asked him to be a sponsor before he fired me. <laughs> Ben's the one that told me he's like he's like you know that so and so came to me and asked me to be a sponsor. I just start laughing. I'm like, have fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do too and I tell them straight up I said hey if you find a better sponsor or you can work, uh, work with somebody and I'm not working out for you I'm okay because the whole pro, the whole thing is I want to see you get better right. I don't care who's right. taking you the yeah. whole point is I don't want to see you in a casket and you know you guys both know how many people especially I don't know about I can't say especially in Cleveland area because I'm sure it's 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 worldwide right. But, right. you know I've, we've seen multiple multiple people in caskets and and I just don't want to see you. I want to see you. I don't care who takes mm-hmm. you. I just want to see you grow from this, man. That's all that matters to me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm shit. I've got, I've been sponsored a ton. I've got one that's still sober. He's just had a couple of years, you know? Um, yeah. You know, I, and I've got, I've got one that died under my watch. Um, and I've got a bunch of them that just kind of wandered off. Yeah. And yeah, you know, what are you going to do, man? Right. We're still sober. That's what matters. Yeah. yeah. My sponsor now, he tells me that too. He goes, Tony, did, did, it, it helps you. I'm like, you're right. right. Sometimes, we, I mean, I do get frustrated, but I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not the higher power at right. work here. And I'm just, all I need to do is be there, be available and do the best I can. And absolutely. Happens, it's just not, well, I mean, you know, the story, you know, um, Bill Wilson, man, went to his wife, you know, and, He's like, I, I can't keep any of these guys sober. They keep getting drunk. And she just looked at him and said, yeah, but you're still sober. Right. That's all. Yeah, that's it, man. You know, we do what we can. We can't keep anybody else sober. We're barely keeping ourselves sober. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing, too, that with, with this whole thing that, you know, with Instagram and this podcast and, you know, me listening to all these, uh, you know, different uh, recovery podcasts. There's a, I mean, there's thousands and thousands, probably even millions of people out there, you know, doing things different than the three of us are doing them. The fact that we did, you know, AA Keating Center type of model, that sort of thing. And these people are still staying sober. I mean, 
would it work for me or you or Mike? I mean, fuck it. I don't know, you know, but it works for them. Who am I to say? Right. You know, but if somebody asks, right. you know, again, for, for my help, I can only give them what I know. I can't tell them, you know, well, if you do this and you go sit under a tree and, and, you know, pray to the dirt, it's going to keep you sober. I, I don't know. I never did it before, <laughs> you know, but right. so that's the thing, you know, we, we have to offer, we offer our guidance and, and that sort of thing. But, you know, we were always told, and I know Tony, you were told, told the same thing that, I mean, time matters. There's a, we, if nothing else we've done, the three of us have done something right to get to almost 13 years and, and for you over 10 years. I don't know if it was going to be right for everyone else, but we might have a couple of suggestions for people. Who knows? Right. Exactly. You know, I, what was I going to say? I tell people, you know, when I, when I, my sponsor took me under his wing, he, uh, he made me struggle for this program and he, he didn't pick me up. I had to, I had to find my way to meetings. He didn't buy me cigarettes. I had to, if I, I mean, I didn't need cigarettes to survive, but you know, when you're, mm -hmm new you're like oh you should buy me a pack of cigarettes <laughs> but, i can do something for me he buddy didn't. yeah he didn't and i and I, I a little resentful for that but i looking back at it, it it grew my foundation strong i knew how to get to meetings on my own i knew that the only you know this is working for me i'm gonna go find and i sat next to people and i sat next to people week after week and i we got a strong bond now mm -hmm. um nowadays and I, I guess what I'm going to try to say that if I sponsor people, don't expect me to go buy you cigarettes and pick you up and cart you around. I'm not that guy. I learned that the harder way, the harder I wanted this, the more I worked for it. To me, it worked out better that way than the easier, softer way, as they say. Oh, absolutely, man. The harder we work for this thing, the more mm -hmm. it means to us, and we're not willing to fucking give it up. Right. I don't yeah. ever want to do that again. And I remember walking the streets, go, going to meetings, and saying that, I never want to do this again. I never mm -hmm. want to. I'm never going to do this again. And I was right. walking in the hood. I mean, the <laughs> bad part of Cleveland. <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay, if I survive, then God wants me to live. But I did. Yeah. No, well, you said what? Fifty fifth in Woodland? Fuck yeah! yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> Walking, and I'm like a hundred and sixty pounds back. Yeah, now. Still little skinny boy. white boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody, nobody messed with me really. I mean, it was like right? I don't know. It was just weird, but um, I survived, it and mm -hmm. and I remember saying never again, never again. And and sometimes I think that was the best part of my early sobriety was struggling mm -hmm. so hard and doing this. Yeah, and, I'm right. My, like I said, my core people that I see at meetings, I finally had the nerve to sit next to them, and, and we're truly great friends today. You know, right. you know our friend mm -hmm. base. We're yeah, absolutely. Well, and we we talk about that that all the time. I mean, the fact that uh, I mean the 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 group of people that we're that we're friends with, and I mean, obviously, you know, it's you, it's Michael, it's Megan, it's I mean, all the all the women. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, your wife, you know, but then the all the people that we've this whole group of people that's all blended together any one of us would do anything for any one of us, you know what I mean? Which is, Absolutely. which is great, you know, and we know that we can make a phone call, have a conversation, um, all that sort of thing. They're, they're a lot of fun. You know, when, when we get together and play poker and things like that, you know, it's, it's not like we just sit down and like, okay, we're, it's not like we're in a meeting. We just, we have normal lives, you know, and we talk shit and play with our kids and, you know, just, have fun, you know, and then, but, but we know that if we need to talk about something serious that those folks are for or there for us, which is cool, 
you know, but um, I was mm-hmm. thinking when you said about your sponsor, my first sponsor, um, it was a great guy. You know, he, he used to pick me up to go to um, West Park men's until and that was only for about the first six months, I think, because then he got sick, but, um, but same deal. I mean, I, I saw him once a week, if that um, he didn't, um, he didn't come to my, he was supposed to come to my first lead at the Keating center ended up whatever and couldn't go. That kind of bummed me out a little bit to begin with. But um, but same deal was, I mean, I just, I had to kind of, you know, kind of catch rides. I rode my bike. I mean, I did whatever I had to do to, to try to get to meetings, you know, especially when I started working shit at that factory. I was working from 3 to 11, which took away all the meetings that I normally went to. And there was a yes. meeting up on Lorraine. It was at 7 a.m. Um, at a church up mm-hmm. there on the corner, a discussion meeting. And... I found that one and that's the only one I could, I could go to. So I get, I get home from work, you know, at like 1130, I'd snack on something and then just get up super fucking early, go to a meeting, you know, and then go out and job search. Cause I hated working at that fucking factory. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, you kind of, I don't know. We just, we just did it. I, I didn't, I didn't think about it as being that big of a deal. It's just, I knew I had to, I knew I had to do it, you know? You know, I was talking about this, how, how how slow things move, and you think you're doing it's going so slow, we're never getting anywhere. But, um, at I don't know, I was going to like walking and riding my bike, and finally I got a little car that my cousin gave me, and it wasn't worth. I mean, it, to me, it was like a Cadillac, but mm-hmm. um, the windows didn't go down. <laughs> Anyways, it took it took so long, and I built a support group up. And I was going to like easy five, if not six meetings. And I would always take off Saturday was my day to catch up on laundry and stuff like that. But I remember when I ended up, because prior I was working for FedEx. And, Were you uh, really? I, I don't lost that, that truck. Yeah. Yeah. I drove for them for 10 Holy years. Shit. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. FedEx Freight. Yep. And uh, I lost that job. And they, they actually sent me to a treatment center, a real fancy one. And, throughout my earlier days before the Keating Center days. But anyways, um, I was going to like five or six meetings a week. And then I got, I ended up on God's time. I walked into a place looking for a little job and the lady at, at, um, in Ohio, um, resource center, she was like the head lady of all of Ohio. And she goes, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I'd I'd really like to get my license back, my CDL, and go back to driving trucks, you know. And this is, man, this was like almost two years sober, if not not over two years. Right. And um, it was weird how she was there and how we met at that moment, man. Oh, this program is crazy. Mm -hmm. But anyways, (laughs) she goes, I'll tell you what. I'm going to, I'm going to send you back to school just to get your, now I know how to drive. I've been drive, driving for like 13 years prior, but I couldn't, I didn't have the resources, the semis to get my CDL back and you got to retest right. and go. She goes, I'm going to send you to um, the truck driving school up here. And I'm like, that's thousands of dollars. She goes, I got you. I mean, I'm sure she didn't use those words. But <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. She she did, but she sent me back to school. And I remember going into trucking and I was I was gonna start hauling those steel coils, which I'm still doing today. But um, I, I was scared. I was like, man, I'm not gonna be able to go to my meetings that I usually go to, right. you know, and this and that. And I I prayed on it and I talked to my sponsor, and they're like, man, your foundation just keep. So long story short is when you were saying that you weren't hitting the meetings and stuff, but I had built such a foundation 
mm-hmm. that, yeah, I miss my meetings. I really do. I miss the guys and going to all those meetings. But I think my God, my higher power says, you know, it's, it's okay. I, I still got you. You know, you got a good foundation. You got a good group of friends, you know, um, keep doing the basics. Like you said, I do the meditation in the morning and I do my prayers in the morning, everything mm-hmm. I was taught. I don't make the bed cause angel's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do everything that I was taught, you know, and I, I, I still have my Sunday meetings. Me and Mike are still doing the advisory board. He's, I know he's going to his home group all the time. Right. You know, and trucking in trucking, it's just a different <clears throat> schedule than, than most jobs. Right. You know, you like, like for the podcast today, you were like, well, can you do a Friday? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> right. I don't know if I'm going to get stuck somewhere, but I made arrangements and then thanks for the, the notice. Cause um, I, I did have to make arrangements because right. I probably would still be out there coming in. But uh, you know, my, I got my core foundation and things are going good today. So, well, and that was when, uh, when I went to, when I went back to Wisconsin and, and Mike and I have talked about that on here before, but you know, everyone, our sponsor, Joe, at the time, he just like, he's like, they're, you got to hit meetings right away. And I did. I drove into town, whatever night it was. And the next day I started kicking around Madison. I went to two meetings that day and then found a club and kept going to meetings and meetings and meetings. And I started traveling and went to meetings out of town. And, you know, again, off, off schedules over the years based on, based on my jobs. But the only, the only good thing that um, in like, kind of how I felt after the pandemic kind of, you know, to begin with, even with the, the time that, that all of us had, it, it was, it freaked me out a little bit going into it. Cause I'm like, sure. I'm like, man, I still, cause the, I think the people that started their sobriety journey, you know, during the pandemic, those people are fucking awesome, you know, because I, I really needed all you guys. I didn't realize it, but I, I needed the fellowship. I needed you guys, you know? So when that wasn't going to happen and I started doing the zoom meetings, I'm like, okay, well that's there. When those start going away, then I felt, I felt again, this whole like squirreliness type of thing, you know? So that's when I started listening to again, the recovery podcast. And then we were talking about this and this has filled between this. And again, as silly as it sounds, Instagram has filled such a, such a void that I, I didn't even realize that I had. And I, I'd like to think that if I, if I got really fucking squirrely that I would, I would know it. Cause I've, I've felt it before, you know, and I've done something about it, but that's a scary part. You know, you get out of a routine and that's how, that's how people relapse, you know? Well, you're doing stuff to, to keep your focus on sobriety, right. you know, and you, you're filling your mind up with the sobriety thoughts. I know cause you're so far away now um, that, that, that I'm, I'm sure that's what's helping. You know, because we, you learn from the COVID days that, you know, you had to do something. We were forced to do something. We were forced. I mean, I was, like you said, I was, I was weirded out, man, when I couldn't go to my mm-hmm. meetings anymore. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to relapse, you know, because, you know, <coughs> excuse me, meeting makers make it and this and that. Um, and we've been lucky enough to have a foundation. Like you said, I, I know a few people that actually lost it during the COVID times. You said the people that got sober during the COVID days are, are beasts, but, and you're right. Um, Cause we were brought up differently mm-hmm. in this, in this program. And when it, when it was taken away from us, I was really freaking out about that right. too. And, uh, but you know, I'm thinking what you were saying just now and, you're filling your mind up with sobriety thoughts. You're keeping your focus on sobriety and, and, and that's how you just have to do it right now. And there's, 
throughout and you start to get multiple years, things change a little bit. And as long as you stick to this program and, and do the basic things that we're taught, like you're doing it um, just in a different right. way, but you're still doing it. And um, 10 years, things are going to change. You got to have faith and, and, and just keep focusing. Don't lose it. And it, Bill, you're filling your time up with that stuff. And it's, I think it's great actually, even if it's just helping you, like you said in the beginning, right. you know, um, you're doing it for you and that's all that matters. But and if you help someone out else along the way, that's great. And that's all, like you said, when we do our leads, it's the same thing. You're doing the leads for you, but if you help somebody, hopefully you can help somebody out of it. Right. Well, and, right, and yeah. Mike and I, Mike and I have talked Absolutely. about that several times. And I mean, you said that with your, with going to your one meeting now, because you said you go, the main reason you go to your Sunday meeting now is. To keep the doors open, yeah. man. You know, I don't, I don't go to the meeting to, you know, stay sober. I don't go to the meeting to play grab ass with my buddies. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I go there to, to help keep the doors open, man. You know, now I'm, I'm the treasurer, co-treasurer. Um, you know, I'm a home group member. I'm there to keep that meeting going. That's the only reason I go. Um, I personally, if I didn't have that responsibility, I don't know that I'd be going to any meetings right now. You know, I don't, I don't fucking care. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, Tony, you said, you know, yeah. Meeting makers make it. Yeah. In the, in the beginning, absolutely. When we're, when we're building that foundation, we need to get those friends and we need to be a part of something bigger than ourselves on that on that macro level but can you still you know, hear me tell I me mean, i think we lost mike no i got you well okay. yeah he this happened to us uh last week too we'll see if he if he pops back in huh. well and it's yeah actually you're breaking guy, up um, stover he's saying man oh, shit. he kept saying meeting makers make it meeting make, and meetings are um i believe is to teach you it's like a Hell, fellowship man. Um, that we get like-minded people and that's where you learn the, um, the 12 step program. You learn to get a sponsor and this and that. Even the, even the book says it's your higher power that helps us stay sober. As long as you're doing stuff, like you said, to stay focused, stay grounded, keep your ego in check, at least for me anyways. Um, I think we're going to be okay. Um, well, yeah. And, and we had talked about too, that, uh, I mean, I still, um, I, I love coming back to Cleveland because, um, you know, that's it, again, not that I didn't like meetings in Wisconsin. I have not been to a meeting like a in-person meeting since I've been here in, in Indiana. Um, you know, but the, the whole thing though, is that the, the meetings in Cleveland, I mean, I don't know, there, there is a difference uh, and Mike and I talk about it all the time. There's a difference with Cleveland AA. And on top of that, there, there's all you guys, you know, and it's, it's a, a comfort level and it's my friends. And it's just, again, getting back to, to where we all came from, you know? So it's like a family oh, nowadays. I mean, that's is. the way I feel. It's like, a, it's like our right. family, like you brought up Megan and you and Mike and just everybody. It's like a, it's like a right. family, Michelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you back now? Yeah, I'm back. I have no idea what the hell happened, but I looked down and my internet was disconnected. Oh, really? <laughs> but I'm back. Yep. <laughs> no, and, and the funny part is, is you never disconnected from here, you know? So so the funny part is you, oh. you might have been, if you were like talking and mumbling to yourself, you probably kept recording. So that'll be a lot of fucking fun once. <laughs> once we, <laughs> nice. So here's, and Tony, just to, to step back, and this was this is the cool part about this this studio setup that we have now. And that's what they call this. They call this Riverside calls it a, an online studio. 
So when when yeah. you're talking right now, it's recording on your computer and then shooting it up to the to the internet. Okay. So and then we'll, I can see it. It's, it's saying upload ninety nine percent or whatever. I'm so recording. that's what it does. It, yeah. it records every each one of us locally. So you get there's no interference. There's no even if the internet goes out a little bit, it gets a solid recording and then it shoots it up. Okay. So. Yeah, oh, so cool. if even though we lost, Mike lost his internet connection, he he didn't lose connection here for whatever reason. So he might have still been recording. <laughs> so so whatever whatever was recording, you know, it probably shot back it shot back up. But it's, that was the cool part. That's the whole point of why this is so cool because it's we don't have to worry about that. It's not like a phone call anymore. Is what we well kind of what we started out with. So, but um, but yeah. So the yeah. whole and Mike back to your meeting makers make it and. You know, in the beginning, and that's uh, sort of yes, yes, yes. Meeting makers make it, and all that good stuff. Yes, the beginning. Yes, we need to build those that foundation and and our support group and all that. Guess what? I've done that work. Um, the only reason I go to the meeting is it's my home group, and I'm there to help run that meeting. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, going to meetings. Fuck, I shot up in the bathroom of a meeting one time. <laughs> you know, um, the meeting a meeting is not going to keep me sober. What's going to keep me sober is working this program. That's it. That's all that keeps me sober. It's doing what I have to do on a daily basis every fucking day to stay away from that first right. one. And if I do that, I'm cool. You know, going and sitting in a church basement is not going to keep me sober because it didn't. I sat in plenty of church basements in the past and didn't work the program and got fucked right. up over and over again. Today, I don't need to go sit in a church basement. I work the program and I stay sober. 100. So, so Tony, Mike yep. and I always talk about our morning routine. You just mentioned yours a little bit. So in if you want, because I we talk about it because we think it's important and we've been doing it. You know, he and I have openly said we've been doing it basically since day one. So when you get up in the morning, mm -hmm. what's your what's your routine every day that you that you continue to do with with the exception of making the bed on top of your wife? <laughs> <laughs> well, I go to the bathroom, <laughs> right? And then I walk and get coffee. And I kind of wake up in the morning. Um, I like morning quotes, and I don't post them as much as I used to. But I right. would, I would, I would read inspirational quotes. I've read the Twenty Four Hour Book. I didn't want to get beat up on it. Um, I've, I was doing it for years, and so I started reading um, inspirational morning quotes. I would read multiple ones, and whatever hit me the most that day, I would post online. I'd put it on right. Facebook. And so that's how I was doing it after um, the 24-hour book. And I still do that. I just don't post it as much anymore. And then um, from then, I get up and I get in the shower. And then when I get in, I learned to do this. Um, I, I do my morning prayers in the shower. It's more relaxing. It's kind of quiet. I feel like I'm washing off all yesterday and all this and that and I just felt a kind of serenity in the shower where I can just kind of get in touch with my higher power. And so um, that's when I do my third and seventh step, my, my, my third and seventh step prayer. And then I uh, pray for everybody else. And you guys obviously are involved. All my core group people are. And my new sponsees, I pray for my dad. He's still around. And, you know, my, my kids. Right. And stuff like that. Um and then I just go out and I do the best I can the rest of the day. <laughs> so is there be a good yeah. boy? Yeah, be a good boy and and 
try not to run anybody over. <laughs> right. It's illegal to, to smash yep. people. In the, yeah, I know. Mike, <laughs> Mike talks about that. We have, we've had plenty of those conversations oh. before. Oh, it's so terrible. But so is there, is there anything that, um, so you do that every single day, regardless of who are you with, where you are, what's going on in your life, good, bad, or indifferent. You're going to do what you just talked about. You're going to do every morning, right? Every day. I can't remember a day where I didn't do it. Um, actually I do. It was a, it was like a Saturday, like in the summertime. If it was weird because I get in a shower routine. If this, if I, if you guys think it's gross, <laughs> but if I don't take a shower that Saturday, <laughs> cause I don't want to, right. Um, I'll forget to pray. And I'll, I'll get the end of the night and I was like, Angel, I forgot to pray today because I didn't, I wasn't in the shower, <laughs> but I shower right. every day, but for the most, so 99% of the time, I'm that's my routine. Cool. And I, right. and I do, I bring that up on purpose because Mike and I, again, talk about that all the time. These, because you mentioned, I don't know how many times you said <clears throat> the word foundation, which we talked about. You mentioned routines, which we talk about. And I think, I think it's important uh, to, to continue to, to reiterate that, that, you know, once again, even for, for anyone out there that's listening, and again, Mike and I have almost 13 years sober. Um, Tony's got, you know, 10 plus years sober. And we're not we're not special people. We'd like to think we're unique, but we're not. <laughs> but but nope. one of the things that, um, you know, and we didn't tell Tony anything that we we're going to talk about tonight. So it's not like he prepared for any of this stuff. But each one of us has a foundation. Each one of us talks about it. Each one of us has a routine. And we do those things day in, day out, come hell or high water. Out of, out of everything else, at least that's going to happen because that keeps, I know it keeps me on track. And I think it does for you guys too, right? No, absolutely. Yeah. Daily reprieve contingent upon the maintenance <laughs> of our spiritual There's condition. There's that word, maintenance. <laughs> but yep. it is funny. I mean, even people who don't do, you know, 12-step programs and stuff like that, um, you know, in, in again, seeing some of these things on Instagram and hearing some of these other podcasts, people do. They talk about a routine, and it doesn't matter what they're doing, uh, but that, that seems to be a key for any – Anything like that, whether I suppose whether it's exercise or a job or a skill, you know, it's, it's no different, man. You got to keep doing the same things if you want, if you want to continue to get the, the correct, do the correct things, <laughs> if you want to get the correct results, right? right? <laughs> well, it's been Absolutely. working this long, so I don't think I'm going to change it. You know what this, it was funny because, uh, and, and I don't remember when it was, but there was a, I think it was a meeting that Mike, you and I both decided that, that we remembered this, but there was a guy that said we were still in the Keating center, actually living there. And he said in his lead, he goes, he goes, I don't know when I came up with all the things that I do. And he was talking about his readings, his prayers, his routine, but he said he was actually afraid. He said he'll, he'll add to it, but he won't take anything away because he doesn't, he, mm -hmm. he's afraid that if he takes the, that the one piece, that might be the one piece holding together the, you know, the pyramid. He's like, I don't, he goes, that might seem stupid, but he goes, I don't fucking know. <laughs> he's like, you know, right. I mean, seriously, I, what, what part of my, my routine could I get rid of? I don't want to find out. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know, getting pizza at the end of the right. week, man. You know, yeah, it's it's something that we've done since we were, yeah, you know, barely three quarters, man. It, maybe even halfway yeah. still, you know, we got a pizza on Friday night man. end of the work week, you know, whatever that day happens to be, I get a pizza. You know, I, I don't know if that's keeping me sober, but I don't want to find out if that's that was the thing. Right. And it, it's a good it's a good goddamn so, thing. We like pizza, too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. go ahead, Tony. 
I, no, I was going to say was when I at the end of my stories, usually the end of my lead, I, I would tell people you got to stick to the basics. Meaning, you, you, for me, I had to do the, the the prayer. You know, everybody's gonna have a little bit different routine, mm-hmm. but you're gonna build that routine and that foundation throughout your twelve steps. I, to me, I'm a I I am so convinced that this twelve steps. I mean, that's I'm all about it now. Um, from from when I'm hating him and just doing them. <laughs> Like you said, to Not just spite. Out of spite. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, great minds think alike, Mike. Um, <laughs> I was just doing it out of spite, but I'm today. I am fully invested in this twelve-step program because it worked. And I tell people, okay, I'll get up in the morning and I I do my prayers and this, but you got to go through the twelve steps first. You just can't pick and choose what step you want to do. You know, a couple guys want to just get to their fourth step and they do your fifth step and then stop. It's just, there's, it's a 12 step program because there's 12 steps to it. You just can't pick and choose which ones you're going to do. Once you're done with the 12 steps, then you can just uh, obviously keep doing and keep working these steps the best of your ability. Do I do, I, you know, there, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's, there's days I don't do the inventory at night, you know. Um, I, I get up, this, I start I start fresh the next day, though. You know, I get up and I do my prayers, I do my meditation, and I go out and be the best person I could possibly be. Answer phone calls when guys call me, you know, stuff like that. That's all. That's yeah. all. And, and you say, yeah, and you say exactly. yes when, when good friends ask you to be on their podcast. <laughs> 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 Listen, if I could do it for you guys, I would, you know, you oh, already no. knew. And, and the, the thing of it is, oh, it, yeah. it literally, it, it came up because, um, you know, you would, we've talked about you a couple of times and, um, you know, we, we had nothing really special, you know, we, we don't, when it's just he and I, we don't have anything planned. So I text him like, what about getting Tony? I'm he's like, yeah, let's go for it. So I, I truly appreciate you not only taking the time, but rearranging your schedule and doing it on, on short notice because I, one way or the other, it's, uh, you know, you're the first person out of our, out of our friend group there that we've had on. And I mean, there's a, we just got to start poking at other people now to get them on. But I mean, we really wanted to, to talk to you and, and have the conversation because I think it was, it was fun. I mean, it, all of it, I think is, uh, it's all good information. It's just, you know, it's good, good just sitting down and having, having the time to shoot the shit with you too. It's exactly. really cool. Really you cool know, to be on yeah. with you guys. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, you are the quintessential example of if you work these steps, <laughs> you will stay sober. <laughs> I tried, you know? Mike. I, I tried. Know, <laughs> I know. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's a fucking beautiful story, man. I'm going to show you fuckers this doesn't work. I'm going to work this fucking program. <laughs> oh, I was fully – oh, my God. I was so mad. Oh, I, oh, I can still remember that. Walking through those gates. And I'm going to do these yep. steps, man. Yep. I'm going to yep. prove to them this, this doesn't <laughs> work. These are all full of shit. Uh, yep. And yeah, yes, we are. We're, yeah, we're still we're <laughs> still full of shit. But yeah, imagine that. Dude. I don't. Yeah, in a different way. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? Honestly, I think that uh, we're at, uh, we're almost at all said and done. About an hour and a half here, which I think is cool. But um, probably a decent time to wrap up, though, wouldn't you think? I would okay. think so. Well, Tony, once again, um, you know, brother, we appreciate you being on and uh you know we'll have to i don't know grab your grab your wife next time or crazy megan we we've referred to her a couple of times on there we as uh, yeah, as crazy, crazy megan. megan so yeah she's got to come on we gotta get michael on and yeah shit 
Right. I asked Weird. her to leave. I asked her to leave for one time. For Who, Megan? one time, and uh, yeah, hmm. Megan, and she, she, she did. She gets up there, and we're sitting there, and I'm, uh, I'm nervous, man, because I couldn't stand. And I was chairing, and I was, I, I hate talking <laughs> in front of people, but here I am as a secretary now. But anyways, she gets up there, and she kicks off her shoes, and she goes barefooted. I'm just looking at her like <laughs> she just looks. Looks back and kind of smiles like, yeah, that's how I roll. She's just, she's great. Man. I like yeah, she's she is all all of our friends yeah. are definitely one of a kind. That's for damn sure. For well, sure, we're all going to be there next Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, um, I, yeah, I was actually I was supposed to go. Yeah, yeah February. Yeah, 4th, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to figure there. out. Uh, Bill, so I'll, be I'll be there. Yeah. Okay. I'm coming out. Cool. On, I'm coming Exciting. out on Friday. Mike will. Yeah, Pictures. Mike will figure out uh, timing, but I'm coming out on. I'll come, I took off Friday and then I'll come back on Sunday. But I was supposed to go up to Appleton tomorrow to see Kimmy and Brian and then Derek and Katie were going to come up. And um, just to, I started getting nice. fucking weather alerts and Germantown's supposed to get like <laughs> five to six inches of snow. Of course, that's right in the middle of where I'm going. Freezing rain and stuff up in Appleton. Some mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, I ended up canceling. We're going to do it in a couple of weeks because I'm like. Katie and Derek were supposed to come up late. They would have been snowing then. It's like all this. I'm like, you know, we've got like no snow almost up until this point. And the, the, one, the one time I'm, you know, wanting to fucking travel up there, see my grandson, my daughter, son-in-law, and everyone else. And I'm just like, hmm, okay. But, uh, yeah, next weekend. Next uh-huh. weekend will be, be a good time. Oh, and I got – oh. Good new they, selfies. You know what? Oh, that's that's what I forgot to bring up too. I'm bringing the – you know we got the soap from Project Clean too. I'll bring out your, your thing of soap. Yeah, we oh, yes. have a chance to kind of promote that project clean. Take a look at our web store. We uh, will, well, we doing yes. reviews on there. Kathy tried some this morning. I've got, I've got one. I tried. Mike's gonna try one. So, but um, yeah, we'll bring that out with me too. So, we're gonna wash our I ass. I did. And it worked worked <laughs> wonderfully. Two two days in a row. Yeah, and it cleaned nice. up this filth. Cleaned up wow. my filthy ass twice. So. <laughs> all right man tony thank you thank you very much um you know seriously we appreciate it brother yeah. i love you guys hey, have you, man have you ever heard uh, mike <laughs> close out the end of an episode or no okay well time no. time for you to to, yeah. to you and i get to quiet down and mike gets to close out okay all right everybody well thank you for listening to another fantastic episode of sober not mature as always, be good to each other. Be kind to each other. We definitely want to thank Tony for coming on, being such a great example of how this uh, program works. And um, as always, please, 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 fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over the gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever. <laughs> That's that's Love how we it. yeah that's Love how we end the episode now. So um, the short story is Mike started off with a simple fuck off, and then um, Kathy, our sister, found that meme and gave it to him, and he's been reading it ever since. And I love it. I absolutely fucking love it every time. So no, it's awesome. Mike, you got such a great radio voice too. Well, you do too. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, just it's a lot of fun. But all right, guys. Hey, love you both, and I will uh, see both of you guys, you guys. next weekend. Nice. Absolutely. Love everybody, man. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. 
Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.